mediated conversation on SAFM. Good morning, 26 minutes now to 9. So, today is Thursday, the 9th of November. In just five weeks' time, it will be Thursday, the 14th of December, and the last real working day of the year, because Friday, the 15th of December, is a public holiday. I suppose we could call it Siakalisi Day, if you like. And that means we're literally around the corner from the end of the year holidays. You might be able to taste them already. You may be going home for the December period to the Eastern Cape or Limpopo or KwaZulu-Natal. You may be going on a family holiday. You may be staying in your urban home simply because there's just so little money around this year. And yet I think having a holiday of some sort, a a rest, a, a break, a vacation, is still important, especially, especially when you've had such a hectic year, when so much has happened this year. So then, how important are holidays? How can you maybe give yourself a holiday? Can you plan for one? This is your mediated conversation this morning. First this morning, Dr. Anisa Mbibzo is a medical doctor, a yoga teacher, and a holistic wellness entrepreneur. We'll ask Dr. Mbibzo about why holidays matter. Then planning for one. Annaline van der Poel is the chief operating officer at Debt Rescue SA. If you're going to go away, you may need to save. And then where to go, what to do. Where are the cheap deals? Sibisisum Kwanazi is a freelance travel and lifestyle writer. We start then with Dr. Aneso Mbizvo. Dr. Mbizvo, good morning and thanks for your time. Good morning, Stefan. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm well, thank you. Firstly, is a holiday, a rest, a break of some kind, is it important? Absolutely, Stefan. So, you know, a lot of research has shown, especially since the pandemic, that a lot of us are actually living in a chronic stressful state. You know, we might experience rest at the end of the workday or over the weekends, but because of social media, because of all that is going on in the world right now, often we aren't really able to switch off in those times as well. And so what ends up happening is we're in a state of chronic stress, which obviously affects our emotional standpoint. It also has physical health um, effects as well. And so taking a holiday and a break, while it does feel good and we can all resonate with that feeling, it's actually really good for your overall well-being as well and is essential for us as human beings. Um, it used to be that when you, when you left work, you were done with work, right? Work couldn't follow you. Work really follows you now, and it follows you often in the form of this, I'm sure, I don't know if you have one, this quite small thing that often has a, a, a green app called WhatsApp on it. Um, do you need to take that small thing and put it away somewhere and forget about it for a time? Is that a holiday? Absolutely. I think disconnecting from our devices is becoming more and more important the more that we start to rely on technology to communicate with one another. And as you say, apps like WhatsApp, social media apps like Instagram or Facebook make us stay on all the time. We're always receiving messages from friends and family. Sometimes colleagues might even message us after hours or we're just seeing things that keep us overstimulated during the day. And I think what's important to note is that 2023 was actually our first full year where we were COVID free. I mean, it seems a little bit crazy to say that last year we were still wearing masks towards mm. the beginning of the year. So, you know, the effects of the pandemic are still we're starting to see them coming up in different ways. And I think the hybrid working model, people still working remotely, having to shift through those changes this year has left a lot of people feeling burnt out. 
So disconnecting from our devices is also vitally important. Even if you are going away on holiday somewhere different from home, take your device away during these times, switch it off, let people know that you're taking a break so that you can actually fully recharge. Um, okay, so putting the device to one side for a while, does going to a place that is not home, getting out of our normal pattern, so going on holiday is what I'm getting to, how important is that? You know, I think your physical location when it comes to a holiday isn't so much important. It's more about changing your environment. So you might still be staying at home. As you said, some people are really feeling the pinch this year. And so staying at home might be your only option. But taking the time to go out to one of our beautiful National Botanical Gardens, for example, going for a walk out into the park and changing your physical environment is really important. Instead of just remaining indoors, at home, and essentially being in that same energy. So we've, we find research shows actually that spending time in nature, regardless of whether this is somewhere completely new or somewhere that you habitually go to every week, actually affects our mental health and our well-being, both because of the vitamin C and vitamin D that we absorb from the sun, um, as well as the fact that breathing in some fresh air, the color green actually is said to calm our nervous systems down. So it doesn't have to be a complete getaway, you know, if that's not available to you. But changing your external environment and spending some time outside will give you the same benefits that you would have if you went somewhere completely new. I, I remember reading, in fact, during the pandemic that in some places in Asia, I think Japan, Hong Kong, where people live um, in very densely populated areas, people would have a holiday in another room. <laughs> you know, they would move into another room <laughs> for the weekend during COVID. I mean, things like that sort of work as well. You've got yeah. to deliberately change your pattern. I'm not saying put the bed somewhere else. What I am saying is make sure that when you wake up, you don't immediately look at your phone. Change your pattern. Absolutely. You know, it's about creating a little bit of a break or a pause within your schedule where it feels like something new is happening. And that can be a change of your routine, something as simple as waking up a little bit later, you know, having something different to eat than what you usually do. Um, changing our patterns and our routines just rewires the brain. It refreshes us. It makes us feel like we're growing, like something new and exciting is happening. So you're absolutely right. Even if it means that you have to take a holiday just in your garden or just in another room, maybe even rearranging your furniture, spending some time to declutter your home over the holiday season and changing what your home looks like. All of these little tips and tricks can help us to feel a lot more refreshed, which is what we need, especially at this time of year. What happens if we don't get a break? Do we just get more and more tired, more and more grumpy? Yes, absolutely. You know, it's almost like a cumulative effect, right? We're so used to our cars needing to be refueled, plugging our devices into a charger. We recognize that often the battery will run flat or we need we need some form of recharge to keep us going. And the human body and human brain is no different. So what we're starting to see with chronic stress is a higher incidence of chronic illnesses, high blood pressure, strokes, even cancer has been linked to the fact that we aren't taking enough times of rest and breaks as we should be. So you might feel like you have the drive to keep going because our stress hormones of adrenaline and cortisol keep us almost in an energized state. But what is actually happening on a cellular level is that you're breaking down your stores and eventually that ends up leading to burnout, 
low productivity. It can even influence our social interactions with family and friends. So it really is vital to take a break before you get to that point so that you can refuel yourself, especially moving into the next new year. So a holiday is something we should prioritize even in difficult times. Absolutely. You know, I think we're getting to a stage, Stefan, where conversations about mental health, conversations about mental well-being are really coming to the forefront. I'm hoping that we start to get to a point where taking a mental health day actually becomes something that your doctor can order for you. You know, where your doctor can give you a prescription to say, I think you need three days holiday because we're really starting to see, and again, this is scientifically based, that if our mental health isn't what it should be because we're not taking adequate rest, we're not going on holidays, we're not taking a break, that ends up affecting every other aspect of our lives, including how we show up at work and how we show up in our relationships. Thank you very much indeed. Dr. Inesa Mbibzo is a medical doctor, yoga teacher, and holistic wellness entrepreneur. You were there, SFM, 17 minutes to nine. Continue your mediated conversation this morning around holidays. All right, let's talk now about the business of holidays, I suppose. Annaline van der Poel is the chief operating officer at Debt Rescue USA. Annaline, good morning. Good morning, good morning to your, to, to your listeners. Thank you for having me. Uh, just a, a little louder, if you can, please. If we see a holiday as a priority, how should we plan financially for a holiday? Is that still possible even in these difficult times? Can I confirm if you can hear me better? Yes, that's better. Go for it. Wonderful. Well, I think the important thing right now is exactly that word planning. Um, you know, people people's toes call when we use the word budgeting. Um, so I think it's 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 really as simple as planning. We have to be very very realistic about our financial circumstances. We know that consumers are struggling immensely. Um, we've had a, a double onslaught on us as consumers with inflation on the one side affecting our. Um, you know, our, our living expenses going up. And obviously the remedy for inflation is, is interest, meaning that our debt repayments have gone up as well. So more than ever, we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to take that bank statement. We have to go and look and see what are we paying for items? Is it what we always thought we paid that most likely gone up if we look at fuel, if we look at electricity and food? Um, and make adjustments according to that and, and also make changes where you can. Perhaps there's some habits that we have spending on items we you know overspending on um you know some some lifestyle changes might be required just to get the spending under mm -hmm. control because um completely agreed that um you know a, a holiday is is, is, fund is fundamental and critical and your next guest is going to talk about how we can do that on a budget um but it's really important that we understand that one of the contributing factors to consumers mental health is the state of their personal um, financial mm -hmm. affairs it's the it adds on to how concerned they are, how worried they are, and adding to that that emotional burden of how am I paying my bills? How am I putting food on the table? It can be a simple thing too. I mean, cut out the sort of fizzy drink at lunchtime. Uh, you know, say it's 20 Rand because you're buying it at a canteen or something. That times five is 100. Uh, you're saving 100 Rand a week. 100 Rand a week times 50 is 5,000 Rand. Absolutely. I mean, and that, those are the small changes. And that's why I'm saying that bank statement to see where you tap or swipe um, gives you a very good indication of, you know, I didn't realize. I mean, and that's a lot of times exactly what it is. We don't always realize some of the habits we have. Um, small changes, those community papers we get every week that are jam-packed with, with all the specials. When you are doing your, your, your um, grocery planning, look at where the specials are. You know, you have your list of items you need. See where you can get the best deal. Use your loyalty cards, etc. Um, 
a couple of small changes can make the, a massive difference to our budgets. And then also, I mean, the issue of trade-offs. If I give up this, then I'll get a holiday in return. It gives you something to look forward to as well, doesn't it? But it also probably makes uh, you spend your money better. Absolutely. I mean, I think we, we, we tend to want to reward ourselves. I mean, that is also very much a, 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 a consumer perspective is we work hard. As, uh, as your previous guest has mentioned, we've worked really, really hard. We are still sitting with the after effects of, of, of COVID on our emotional being. So it's natural that we want to reward ourselves. Um, and and all we need to literally do is to say, how can I do it in a manner where I can financially afford it? And, and that's where the planning comes in. So absolutely, we deserve the reward. It's just make sure that you can afford the reward and, and, and plan on how you get there. Annalene van der Poel, thank you. Chief Operating Officer at Debt Rescue SA. Really do appreciate the time. In a moment, Sibasisum Kwanazi, the freelance travel and lifestyle writer, about holidays. Where to go? Where to go on the cheap? 13 minutes to nine. Mediated conversation on SAFM. All right, we've spoken about planning for holidays. We've spoken about why they're important. Let's now talk about the fun stuff. Where to go? Sibasisum Kwanazi is a freelance <laughs> travel and lifestyle writer. Sibasisum, good morning. Good morning. I'm laughing because I'm the fun guy, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this conversation, yes. Um, let's just start with what, what I think a lot of people do and a lot of families do is they go to the same place every year. And I think they do that for a couple of reasons. One is they go to be with family. So they go home, they go to the same place, they go to mom, they go to dad, they go wherever. Um, And sometimes people also, you know, over time, families gather in certain places. Is that a good thing or can it be a bit limiting? You know, it depends on how you look at it, right? So I think because, as you're saying, pe- people tend to go home. They go to where family and friends are. It just, it happens like that. In December, this is what South Africans tend to do. There's nothing wrong with it. I think for me personally, what goes wrong is that we tend to do the same things in the same way, right? If you are from uh, Limpopo, you're always obviously going to go to your parents' place, but you've never seen another or different side to Limpopo. I tell people this, see where you come from through the eyes of a tourist, right? If you were German and you were in the middle of Limpopo, you would be so curious to to see what's around you, whether this is the heritage, the traditional stuff that happens there, the food. You know, I was on a trip to Limpopo and I found out that they have, they make gin and whiskey and it's it's award-winning whiskey it's called limpopo reserve these are things that you take for granted if if you're from the area so there's nothing wrong with going to the same place and seeing the same people but just just do something different and also do it differently we all go out for something to eat but try a a restaurant Mm. my family and i one of the things that we do we theme our holidays sometimes even restaurants will say we will not go to chain restaurants right so if we know it we're not going to go there we will go and find a vietnamese place or we'll find a, a canadian restaurant or something different it just makes you feel like you're on holiday even if you are in KZN at your mother's place. What do they serve at a Canadian restaurant? Bacon and syrup. <laughs> <laughs> it's maple syrup. Maple syrup. Um, <laughs> if you are going to do something new, and I think a lot of people will be like, oh, what should I do? And then they type in, I want to go somewhere new on holiday, and you all, all end up at booking.com, right? I mean, where should you, how should you actually start? I mean, what kind of sort of, uh, um, what kind of process, if you want to go and do something new, something different, something that, that will make you see life in a different way? How do you find those places? 
Yeah, so I, I say to people, you need to have the type of holiday that you like. For example, if you are into lifestyle, go and find those things that are going to get your blood pumping because it's something you love. If you are into history or tradition or even food, some people have um, food holidays where they go around um, drinking and they eat a lot and all of those things. So, But if you're looking for something new, just try and think outside the box. First of all, you know, I mean, we only have nine travels in South Africa, so you are limited to that. But you can then see what is new or what is new to you in that in that in that uh, province. For example, in the Free State, I don't know if people know about Frieda. It's it's the Frieda Fort Dome. I've been there, and it's the oldest meteorite crater in the world. So if you like uh, camping or hiking or mountain biking, you've done it in Joburg, you've done it in Durban, you can go to the free states, to the Freda Fort Dome and do it there. You know, it's just thinking about it. What is different about it? But when you think of the free state, people go to the same place. They'll go to Paris, they'll go to Clarence. My wife loves Clarence, but I'm like, let's go somewhere else, you know. The Basutu Cultural Village, there's nothing wrong with that. But look for different things. Instead of going to Sun City in the northwest, something completely different miracle waters you can go diving it's an old open cast mine and it's it's clear up and up until 10 meters right and they have a helicopter they have a yacht that's underground and you can go diving but how many of us always go to sun city when we in the mm. northwest or we do the same thing in the western cape or kzn Hmm. Um, I think a lot of people immediately think of the coast, right? Immediately think, I mean, Cape Town will have, you know, lots of uh, Europeans. Um, KwaZulu-Natal will be very busy with lots of Gautengers. Do we sort of forget the uh, interior of the country? Do we sort of forget, actually, there are all of these other places there? And very few people talk about going to the Northern Cape. And I realize that the water at Port Nollis is very cold. But I mean, there must be places to go to there. (laughs) Lots of places. And I think, uh, so my motto is always, when people go left, I go right. Do not go where people go, because that's all the tourist place. It's always going to be Durban, Cape Town, right? So look at Limpopo. Look at the Northern Cape. There are so many beautiful places that you can go to. And this all depends on what you like. Like I said, you know, if you're into the arts, go to museums. For example, right here, I mean, you are from Joburg, right? How many times have you done the hop on and hop off bus right here in Joburg, Stephen? I don't know if you've ever done it. Uh, zero, you yes. Know? yeah. <laughs> but, but you are from Gauteng. I'm from Gauteng. The typical Gauteng right here has not done the typical tourist thing in our own cities. We don't see it as a tourist destination. We want to go to Cape Town. We want to go to Durban. But there is plenty to do without going to the coast. It's interesting, though, I mean, because I think a lot of people have this uh, traditional idea of going to the coast and they want to get away and there's something about uh, the sea. Are there places at the sea that aren't the kind of traditional places? So away from Durban, away from Cape Town, uh, smaller places maybe. I know a lot of people love to go to the Eastern Cape and there are all these small towns down the Eastern Cape where people go. And I think they go there year after year. I think they go there partly because it's not Durban and partly because it's not Cape Town. (laughs) Yeah, it, you know, it's so easy to be familiar with a, a certain place. And at, at some or other points, I'm sure we all get bored. So I, I always suggest that think about travel holistically. First of all, how are you getting there? If you are going to Limpopo, why are you driving? You can take the bus, you know, you can take uh, the, the, the Shoshaloza train 
I went, I once went down from Joburg to, to Cape Town and I took the train. It's 36 hours, but it's beautiful. South Africa is amazing. And also, where are you going to stay? We all want to stay in some five-star hotel. But, I mean, there's a place in Limpopo. It's called the Hammock Camp. You sleep under the stars on a hammock, you know? And the houseboats that you can rent um, here in, in, uh, in, in, in Joburg, there are certain rivers here in Hauteng that you can stay at. I mean, treehouse. So in Pumalanga, you can go to uh, Shalati, and it is absolutely beautiful. It's an old train that has been turned into a hotel. So if you, if you see it as holistically as you can to say, how am I getting there? Where am I staying? I want everything to be as different as possible. That's when you are going to feel like this is the best holiday that I've ever taken. I mean, in the free state, there's the Twin Towers, right? And it's old silos that have also been turned into a hotel. How, how special and how fresh. Hmm. Um, there's other things around it. I mean, we, you know, often we think of the holiday as the destination, right? And you're talking about the journey. But even in a car, and I mean, many of us will probably travel by car, you, you would really be able to, to come across the most interesting places in so many different sort of ways. Um, if you spend three or four days traveling rather than just the one. Yeah. You know, I think we, we all have to just let go of the traditional way of holiday, right? Just for example, if you don't plan your holiday as much as you usually do, I've got an app, it's called GPS My City, right? And you walk through town, you walk through cities, and you get to see different parts that you've never even heard of. I'm talking about Joburg. I did this yesterday on my bicycle. Right, they are underground bars here in Joburg. So I think we have to reinvent this traditional holiday in the car. Do not listen to the GPS. So if we're going down to the coast, why are you taking the entry to Joburg? Take back routes. There are dorpies that you are going to find there where the food is amazing, where the drinks and the people are so friendly. But if you're going to put in Durban from Joburg on your GPS, you're going to take six hours on the entry. How boring. So take the route that you've never taken. That is how you're going to redefine what's your holiday. Siba Sisup, thank you very much indeed. Good to talk to you again. Siba Sisup Kwanazi, freelance travel and lifestyle writer. Really do appreciate the time. My thanks also to Annalene van der Poel, Chief Operating Officer at Debt Rescue SA. And starting us off today, Dr. Anis Mbizvo, the medical doctor, yoga teacher and holistic wellness entrepreneur. Well, I hope you've enjoyed being with us. I hope you enjoyed your holiday for the last 25 minutes or so. We, of course, will be back with you tomorrow for the Friday edition of SAFM Sunrise.